What's up, y'all? This is from Books to Bills, and this is your girl, Erica. And this is Shaq. And this is Jazz. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And to open up our show. Okay, so on a scale from one to petty, here's the question. You often share items on your desk with your coworkers. Sean asks you for some of your lotion after each trip to the bathroom. <laughs> we picking on Sean like crazy. <laughs> As time progresses, you notice that Sean stops asking permission before using your lotion, but just goes ahead and grabs for it off your desk. What is your response? A, confront Sean. B, take the lotion off your desk and move it to your drawer. C, mark a fill line on the bottle to know how much lotion is in the bottle. D, post a I can see you sticky note on it or E, other. Erica? You're going to have to read. Can you read the responses one more time? Okay, so. Because listen, we so tickled. (laughs) Yes. So Somewhere a, there is a Sean listening to our show. Mad as and hell. And he is like, well, damn, they got to quit. Yes, he mad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so A, confront Sean. B, take the lotion off your desk and move it to your drawer. C, mark a seal line on the bottle. D, post the I see you posted note. Or E, other. Come on, Erica, what's your answer? So, I got some questions. Is this like a cubicle or he walking into a confined space and using my lotion every time he used to leave the bathroom? What is your office set up like? Wait a minute. Leave the bathroom? Like, you go to the That's bathroom said, right? and you come, he, he needs to lotion his hands. So, Erica, what's your, do you have your own office? Um, I share an office, but we have one space. Like, we... Oh. Yeah. My first instinct off rip is to... um. I'm going to take the lotion off the desk because you're dependent on me now. Your your ash is dependent upon me. And, you know, I'm all about teaching lessons, and I think he going to have to realize that he can't. I can't be his crush. Um, or what I would do, depending on what kind of lotion I got out, definitely replace it with the cheaper version. We talking like Dollar General, and I'm not talking about, you know, St. Ives. I'm bringing it down to great value. Not even Market Pantry, because y'all know Target is. Wait, wait. you Don't be talking about great value, because I have great value cocoa butter, and let me tell you, it works wonders. That, it does the work. I'm not, you know, I understand. I'm not here to, I, I great value all day, but I'm just saying I got to take it down. Take it down in quality. You know how you have some lotion and you put it on and it's too watery and so your ass just sucks it up immediately and you just like, damn, I'm still ashy immediately. <laughs> you know what I'm about? So yeah, I'm <laughs> taking it off my desk because you're not gonna be using my good hand my good hand cream. What about you, Shaq? Yeah, so I would do a couple of things. First of all, you're not gonna be coming to my office or space, whatever I work, after you came from the bathroom if you mean uh uh-uh. uh. So we would have never got there. Right, let's backtrack. You're not going to be coming because it's Sean White or Black. Doesn't matter if he's black or white. Uh, now you, I ain't even going to, you know that's a lie. Because some <laughs> folks don't use the, don't like to wash their hands after they come from the bathroom. <laughs> don't look at me crazy. I'm assuming that he needs lotion because he, he's washed his hands. But if you come into my office... Every time you done went to the bathroom, I would have been stopped it because you ain't washing your hands. But, you know, okay, let's say that Sean is a brother who washes his hands. I mean, I'm just being honest. Y'all know everybody don't wash their hands. 
Sean is a okay, brother. Let's say Sean is a brother. <laughs> and so I'm tired of him. I would have let him, we would have used all the lotion up and I would have moved it to another place in my office, like on another, you know, desk or something. I have a little shelf in my office. I'd have put it on the shelf away from my papers and I would have filled it up with water. So the next time he come up in there, Teddy <laughs> Shack, Teddy, <laughs> or either or either I put some uh some sanitizer in it, one of the two. And every time he come up in, yeah, it'll be sanitizer. Every time he come, it'll that way you can guarantee right he washes. <laughs> yes, and the reason I moved it from my desk is because if it's something that's other than lotion, I don't want it to squirt on any of my papers. Now you can say that's petty mm-hmm. as much as you want to, but you ain't gonna come up in my office uh, taking advantage of me. The water is petty. I'm gonna fill it up with some water. Water. <laughs> Well, did I ever tell y'all about that time? Well, when I was uh, when I was a young lad, I used to really like to create stuff, especially when I was in, when I was in elementary. And so my my mama, somebody had bought me this lotion that looked like an ice cream cone. And imagine that the cherry and it was a, like not a not a waffle cone, but a cake cone. You know, them sit flat. And the imagine that the cherry on top of the ice cream was the knob to take the uh, top off the lotion. And so I loved that little lotion. And so I called myself. I needed some more lotion to put in my in my handbag when I went to school. And so y'all, I used to make my own lotions and put different lotions together with different oils. And I wanted my lotion a particular color, so I used to put food coloring in it. In the lotion. And so I had made some gray. Yeah, because I thought that's how you color it. Y'all, I had been putting that lotion on on my body and I was sitting outside during recess my damn legs was green (laughs) and so that leads me to revise my answer (laughs) I would put food cleaning off in the lotion green as a a point nostalgia and I see them hands what color your hands Sean Sean let me see your hands and he would be called green handed (laughs) not red handed but green handed Next time, let me get the question because we gonna we gonna pick on Tina since y'all gonna pick on Sean. We okay. I'm I but I Sean this can just be honorary. Okay, so let me tell y'all, I've been receiver on of the show, both sides of this. Okay, so as a nurse, you know we wash our hands very often. It's a part of the good hygiene. Um, and Amen. so I assumed it was community lotion. I didn't know it was just my coworkers' lotion. So I would use it freely until she replaced it. Her good Bath and Body Works body cream, she replaced it with uh, something from the Dollar Tree. Something real thin, like Erica said. <laughs> and, I mean, she did it real nicely. It wasn't no you know, big discussion. She didn't confront me. It was just like nicely, hey, if, if you're going to be using this, you either put in the pot or we're going to replace this with something that costs me less money. So I'm not even mad at that. Um, I mean, I had this happen this week. I just feel like whatever is on my desk is for me. If it's community, I'm gonna put it in the community area. Mm-hmm. Don't come, don't come on my desk grabbing stuff. It don't matter if it's lotion, scissors, my favorite pen. Like, just don't touch my area. Don't don't come over there. Don't come into my desk. Don't come into my desk. My desk well, will I'm be there. I guess because I, I don't share an office. So, <laughs> what'd you say, Shay? Well, I'm saying I, I'm thankful because I don't share an office. And so, like, you you got to come in my office, and I'm always going to be there. And so if I see you doing it all the time, you know, then certainly I would have nipped it in the bud real early. Like, okay, no, play up. We ain't going to have this. You going to get your own. You know, I would find a nice way to do it, depending on our relationship. I'll, you know, have a nice way to tell them. But no, you ain't going to be having using all my lotion. 
Well, all right, Jazz, thank you so much for the on a scale from one to petty trivia question for today. I got to tell y'all something else about lotion. You know, I did not know until about two weeks ago that you putting lotion on your face actually helps. So I have been using these like Nox. Don't look at me like that. I have been look, using these like Noxzema pads and stuff, you know, for my acne and stuff. And it was drying my face out, but I didn't really know what was going on. But it was also, my face was like breaking out a little bit more than usual. So I was like, let me put some lotion on my face. Y'all, put the lotion on my face, and the very next day, it started clearing up. I was like, this is what I've been needing the whole time. And I don't know why I just thought about it, you know. But that's kind of stuff that don't nobody do you, ever... You, do you use a, a daily moisturizer? I didn't until no. now. <laughs> I See, mean... You know, you need to moisturize your skin. Drink your water and moisturize your skin because your black will crack. <laughs> Your black wheel crack. And I don't need that, so okay. Shout out to getting grown. Right. <laughs> well, thank you, Jazz, for the petty question petty trivia question for today. Now we're gonna recap. Um, I'm sorry. Go back. Dang, I'm I'm sorry, y'all. I'm all over the place today. Rewind. Y'all, Instagram us, Facebook us, and tell us how you would have handled Sean the lotion uh stealer at short desk. We really want to hear y'all's thoughts. So speaking of tweets and I'm sorry, I keep saying tweets, y'all, and we do not have a Twitter just yet. Instagrams and Facebooks. Um, we just definitely want to recap the show. Last week we spoke about nosy co-workers. Um, you know, it's an epidemic at times. But did y'all hear anything about did y'all have any, you know, thoughts giving to you all regarding nosy co-workers or just the show in general you know it was our first show so we definitely um got a lot of great feedback as well jazz you got anything um i got good feedback about you know friends listening to the podcast um i do remember one comment being they wanted to talk about like what is healthy like keeping your private life separate totally separate from uh, your work environment is that even healthy for you as a human being so I thought that was a good perspective to think about like not that you're acting like a totally different person at work and at home but just for nobody at work to know any part of your personal life at all is that healthy yeah I, I think interesting can I comment on that really quick yeah go ahead I, th I think that's something I'm definitely starting to struggle with because you know you I've been in various work environments, some where I felt a lot more comfortable sharing different parts of me and others when I didn't. And kind of now I kind of struggle with it. Like I almost want to shut myself off, but it's not me. Like if you know me, like I am not somebody I, I like to share. Like definitely there's a balance that could be applied to that, but I like to share. Yes, you do. Thank you for um, confirming that. And it's it's kind of, it's hard for me. I, I definitely do think it needs to be a balance, though. I think you only share what you are okay with being shared um, because there's just always potential for that to happen. And I think that, I think it's good for, like, your coworkers. Because think about it, you, you spend more time with your coworkers. You know, if you work an office job, I guess. You spend more time with your coworkers than you do with the people who you go home to or even your That's friends. That's very true. And so right. I think... I think I definitely do think it builds morale um, and builds camaraderie and 
just a connection between you and your team members if they can know pieces of you um i just say be careful and don't necessarily feel an overwhelming need to give that all up at one time or to everybody or to everybody i think you know be healthy i had a coworker come to me today and was just sharing some personal stuff and like asked for my spiritual opinion on something and i was like dang like i didn't even i appreciate it and i was like yeah thank you for sharing or whatever and so i thought that was really nice and we had a similar situation going on that i had already gotten through and where she is now and so it was nice to talk to her about that certainly wasn't anything that i had expected um so it was nice so i think you just do what makes you feel comfortable but don't let anybody pressure pressure you into telling you know your top secrets to the office just so y'all can be cool like nah yeah. Well, and that's kind of like I talked about last week when I said you do want to share with them a few things so that y'all can be real with each other, like, so that it's authentic. Yeah. And that was the same thing I was saying, like, even when shit go wrong in the office, you do want to talk about it sometimes with somebody just because, hell, you need to vent with people who are knowledgeable about the yeah, situation. I think that's real. So, I think that's real. Thank y'all for that feedback. But I had some other feedback uh, about the actual question that we asked last week. Oh, gosh. So, you know, we asked, like, hmm. well... <laughs> Back, which, here we go back to Sean. So one of our um, one of our listeners and one of my good friends slash colleagues Heather, she had experienced the same thing um, where you you talked about with the question where like the person doesn't um, do anything with the presentation, and so she said and she tweeted me this. Um, she tweeted at Shaq underscore low, S H A Q underscore L O W E. Just in case, <laughs> just in case anybody want to uh, tweet at me, she was like, listen. In high school, my partners left the guy's name off um, our community project because he came to zero planning meetings. She said he showed up at the actual presentation at the nonprofit because they were supposed to be presenting there to the people. And they asked him to change the slides as they presented. (laughs) And y'all, I was dead because I was like, wait, I thought she was asking at first, like, did they change like, he wanted them to change the slide and put his right. name on it. And she was like, no, we made him sit there and change the slides. Like, press the, the button clipper. and she said, her, yes, Shag, and then her I partner you... was so petty. Oh, I didn't understand. No. Yes, yes, it's oh, okay. So you see what I mean now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, and so she said... That uh, the, her partner was real petty and kept on saying like, "Next slide, please. Next slide, please." <laughs> Heather, you are on a whole nother level of petty. Yes, she took my some. She tweeted. I mean, we literally had him pressing the space bar at the computer. I'm... Y'all thought my response was petty. No, that was no, petty. that was very petty. <laughs> hey, he now he know. Now he know. Right. Well, <laughs> that was a good one. So for mine, um, one of our dear friends from grad school, Sakia, um, she said, I was cracking up the entire time, got me through a very boring work day. I can't wait to see what comes in the future. Um, thank you so much, Sack Dollars, for giving us some feedback on the show. Please, everybody do that. We really want to hear feedback. We got some constructive um, feedback from some of our friends. <clears throat> we got some constructive feedback from some of our friends as well. And so we really appreciate that. And thank y'all for following us as we continue to get better. Cool. So are y'all ready for the weekly staff meeting? 
I'm sorry, bi-weekly staff meeting. <sighs> the staff meeting. And then we just have, have to have an emergency with this time. I guess, you know, I... This is one of them staff meetings that I'm prepared for. You know how you ain't prepared mm -hmm. for some of them? And you just go and you kind of like, don't call my name. Like, I ain't even ready to get my updates. Like, this one, I'm ready to talk. Okay. Are you going to remember the question this week? Last week, you weren't really paying attention. <laughs> so you're prepared, but are you ready? Yeah. Are you ready to I engage? I see your face, friend. It's fine. I about to say, you see me. Okay. So today, um, I think it's very fitting. Um, we probably have a mix. I won't say most, but we probably have a decent amount of um, our friends attending NASPA um, today or for the next few days. And it is the topic of today is the job search process. Um, so we want to talk today about that, give some tips that we... Oh, we're talking about Wakanda. <laughs> okay how the producer not ready i thought Shaq wasn't ready but the producer not ready i, I was like no, I, oh. forgot, I forgot that we just back to our regularly scheduled program. Oh, we just go edit that Thank out you, even though it's hilarious <laughs> so oh jasmine said don't edit it don't out, edit it out. We, we being real and authentic Auth authenticity so that's going to be Ooh. one of our upcoming shows um, amen. Um, but today we are talking about the critically acclaimed movie Black Panther. Okay, Black Panther. I know we gave y'all a little hints last week when we gave some just initial thoughts about the film. Um, but hopefully now all of America, especially Black America, has seen the movie. I've been hearing people talking about I'm going next week. Uh, uh you should have been in there by now. Get on up and get to the movie because we're about to talk about it, and there's definitely going to be some spoilers. And, and just push pause and go watch it, come back. And we ain't talking about watch it on the fire stick. Don't do that. Pay the you money. You better pay the it coins to see yet. the movie, even if it's a, during a matinee. Spend the coins. Seriously. Coin. Seriously, pay for it, y'all. I've seen it twice. But if you ain't went to see it, don't go watch it in 3D. See, I don't know how I feel about 3D movies. They make my head hurt. My regular glasses make my head hurt, let alone stuff jumping out at me. I don't think I don't think 3D was ever made for people with glasses anyway. It, to be I, honest, you were telling the truth. I true. do not feel like it is for people who have glasses on. Like it's just not. I agree with that. <clears throat> well, anyway, so we got some questions for y'all today. So, first question: If you were Black Panther or the Black Panther, would you have exposed Wakanda? And it's vibranium. Why or why not? Shake. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you see me shaking my head. No. I wouldn't. Why or why not? Well, okay. So it's different because, well, it's like a surface level at the like right now. No, I would say no. I wouldn't expose because you know how um you know how America is. Hell, they go over there and fight them Middle Easterns for oil that belong to them, and like America just start bombing them all of a sudden for the vibranium, vibranium and stuff. So like I'm like no, easily no. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. They don't need to know we have this. Just forget it. But after going through with um. What's the son's name that got killed? The, Eric um, Killmonger. The first, no, the first one. The son. 
you mean you mean Eric Kilgamonger's dad? Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, no, 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 no. What is um? <laughs> yeah, it is Kilgamonger's dad. Y'all know the names. Yes, yes, Shout yes. Out to okay, him. we love you, Randall. So. When you look at, when you think about his part, okay, you did go to America, you got to see all of this shit going on, and you thinking Vibranium can save, so then you like, mm, we do need to, you know? Yeah. Like, we do need to send some Vibranium over, because I, because I think he, wouldn't you say that you, he, he got in trouble from the very beginning, because he wanted to bring the Vibranium over to, because he felt like that, that Vibranium could help empower the black people to overcome oppression mm-hmm. in America? Right. So, yeah, so like, I think Yes, after seeing that and after knowing that part of the movie, yes. But at, at the beginning, while well, I'm just sitting my ass over in Wakanda, hell no, I ain't, I'm keeping it. I ain't doing nothing. But wait, right. Shaq. So in the in the movie, oh sorry, Eric, I didn't mean to cut you off. Please continue. And can you okay. also, as a as a comic, as the person in the group who knows more about the comic book, can you also include that for our listeners as well? Nothing oh. deep, but what you can. Okay, sure. But I was, I don't want to lose the thought about what Shaq was saying, that um, bringing over resources, quote-unquote. In the movie, it talks about those resources always being weapons. Yeah. Like, and I just don't think... I think that, um, yes, we need to share the wealth, quote-unquote, but it needs, it needs to be in other resources. It doesn't have to necessarily be in weapons. <clears throat> so it can be in technology. It could be... I mean, you know, in whatever it is to build our community... Um, because we are wealthy in a lot of different ways. And I think we've kind of been stripped of that or, um, you know, history has stripped us of that. And so moving back to um, acknowledging how wealthy we are is important. And I think the movie just limited to weapons. It's so much more than that. I th- something that I thought about as soon as I saw that part I, two things. I thought that it was kind of implied that weapons would be one thing because I think that was coming from a place of like we need to fight. Um, but I think that it was also implied through all of the technology that they could build and everything too. But I do agree. And when to touch on your point about like um, how wealthy we are as a people, I before anybody, if anybody tries to troll me, go ahead. But I am disclaiming this where I was ignorant to this, very ignorant as someone, as a black person that has lived in America, born in America. I always watched National Geographic. And so I always thought the people in Africa were walking around naked, living in the woods. That's what I always saw. I had never even been compelled to see anything different. I didn't know. I legitimately didn't know. And I went to the University of Houston, and Houston in general just has a large Nigerian population. And I was cool with this guy named Obi. And um, I knew he was Nigerian. And we were talking, and um, I, from a very ignorant place, asked him, I was like, um, were you, like, living in the woods, you know, walking around naked with, <laughs> you know, with tigers and stuff like that? And he was like, What? And I was like, do you walk around naked, barefoot all day, like, you know, in Africa? And so he very quickly, in the comments of ways, cleaned me up real quick. And he was like, I'm rich when I go home. Like, I'm rich. Like, I get chauffeured to and from anywhere I want to go. My family's very wealthy. He was like, this 
a, a smith side he was like what a middle class person lives on here is what i is rich is very wealthy when i go to nigeria and i will never forget that and i actually told that story a little a uh, couple of weeks ago too like i don't know that he even understands how much that impacted me and really got me to understand like dang like we've been fed a particular story about africa so i completely agree i do think that we need to reclaim that narrative back and i'm interested to learn more about what i was robbed from us like i think it's so sad that we don't really get to know a lot about africa now of course like we can do our research now but like i it really saddens me that i didn't get a i didn't get the opportunity to be directly connected to that That's real. Yeah. Yeah. Chad, did you answer? Yeah, you started first. She, he was the first yeah. one. Yeah, I was. Yeah. So then, my second question is: You said you didn't want to uh, talk about Eric. Go ahead, talk about him. On a petty note, how did y'all feel about Eric Killmonger's bangs? Because, and let me let me tell y'all where this comes from. I was listening to another podcast. Shout out to, I think it was Jaden XD. And they were talking about how they just really won with the bang. But I, I personally liked the bang. I didn't, I, I thought well, the bang in, was popping. In the, in the original <laughs> comic, like he does have hair. Isn't it's so like regular to, long dreads. Yeah, like, yeah, in the back. So, <clears throat> I think it was a good modern spin on the fact that he had hair. Now, did he necessarily have to have a bang? That's what people to vote people, on. I don't know. I think people throwing around the word bang like a little loose. Like, it was a bang. It ain't a bang bang. It's just a, like a, a little bang. It's a, it's a little dangle. It's a little dangle. Just a little flare. It's a little, a little flare. Well, it ain't no whole, full I mean, flare. The necessity of that is subjective, but I... I did think it was a little modern trip, uh, twist yes. on him having hair. I liked it, boo. Eric. I think you just like anything. We can bang together. To Ooh, that sounded bad. That Stay. did. <laughs> but you meant that. I'm actually in that. No, in that context, that's not where I was. I was not there. Um, I wasn't. Yeah, just like you wasn't last week either. You implied. You implied. Um, but until I just Googled it, I didn't even remember that damn thing. So <laughs> I, I, I didn't, yeah. But so the I'm women do. The you women remember away. the details. Everybody was talking. I'll tell you what I didn't like. That little thing on the top of his head when he was at that museum, I couldn't give that. When they had it just, he, he looked like one of Migos. Cans down. He looked like somebody from Migos. Okay, I have to co-sign on that one. You're very right. So I didn't know we were doing a tie review because I ain't pay much attention to that. A tie review? Attire, you know. Oh, attire! It cut off. You know me on these phones. <laughs> I thought you were trying to play me because I'm country or something. Have you not met me? <laughs> okay, we're all from the south. Yes. Any more? You know, folks, folks get in Louisiana and they uh, they, they in the city. Who? Not me. <laughs> Shaquille, uh, spare me. No government name. No, I go by Shaq on this. Part. When you make me mad, you go by Shaquille. Any any more comments on the bang? Yes, Mother Wisdom. Any more comments on the bang? Are we done with the bang? No, that, that is all. America be done with the bang. The bang done. The, oh, the bang done. Okay, but well, wait. So let's go back to Eric though, because 
I found Anytime. it interesting that he was in Oakland. Yeah. Then in the in the comics, he they land in Harlem. I think same similar socioeconomic status. It probably thing. was much cheaper. It was probably just much cheaper for them to most uh, certainly <laughs> to shoot a video out there in um shit. I'm about to say Harlem in Compton than it was for Harlem. It was Oakland though. Oakland. Oakland shit, same. No, California. no, no, it's not the same. No, she got roots in But do you think California. people, like, I have a friend that lives in Harlem, and they were like, we kind of feel gypped. Like, we thought it was going to be a representation of our area in the movie, and clearly he's from Oakland. Hold on. who Yo, people in California thought that? No. In oh, Harlem. in Harlem, in Harlem. Okay. I mean, yeah, I would probably agree with Shaq. It probably was a well, uh, moolah. But, I mean, it was a $200 million movie. I don't know how much it costs to shoot. Well, you know what? We're going to send a care package to your friends in Harlem. <laughs> and on behalf of all of <laughs> America and everybody else who just enjoyed the movie, who don't know shit about the comic, we gonna, you know, we, we apologize. Sincerely. <laughs> well. Pick okay. Moving forward. <laughs> Y'all ready for the last question? Oh, so with this question, think about Nakia, Nakia, and um, King T'Challa's. Uh, dang, think about Nakia and King T'Challa's relationship, past, present, and what they maybe will have. Imagine Black Panther is your. No, what they have? Because did you get catch the end credits? Yes. What are you implying? I, I thought they were in a relationship. They are, but we don't know. Like, when you hear the question, you will follow me. Okay, I, no, I'm good. sorry. Imagine Black Panther is your ex. Would you move back to Wakanda, leave your current mission, aka job, passion, whatever you're doing, to assist with Black Panthers? So y'all remember when the movie opened, Nakia was like a spy or something, and she was helping get those women out or whatever, and, and later on in the movie, she talked about how she didn't... It, there was always this battle between loving your king over your country, whatever. And so she didn't want to have the job. So, how do y'all feel? I think, I guess in the end, she ends up choosing to do whatever, or accept whatever offer he had in terms of how she could still be an activist in Wakanda. Or whatever she did. I don't know. I'm sitting here clueless as a sack of folks. Is it my um, question was too long or? Mixture of both. The question too long. I don't remember much about that And that's why I was movie. trying to provide context. Damn if you do, damn you if you don't. paying attention. That's what it boils down to. Jasmine, could you start and maybe he can feed off your discussion posts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Next slide, please. <laughs> so I think that mm, I think it was a mix. Like she loved him enough to come back to support mm -hmm. him, and she also loved her country. So I think it was twofold. Now, if she was in a relationship with somebody else, and she went back to help, no, that's crossing the line. Like, yeah, I mean, I think that definitely made a difference. 
okay, you know, I'm not with nobody. We know we got love for each other, so I'm going to support you no matter what. I think they were careful about making sure that she wasn't in a relationship or, like, not clarifying that, you know, in the movie. Because she definitely, she bounced back real quick, and she she brought on back, she came on back to Wakanda at the end of that movie. But you can also tell there was, like, you could tell maybe that they broke up on good terms or separated on good terms, but there was still, like, a serious connection there and that they really loved one another. Because, I mean, even on some friend stuff, for her to come back for her, um, for his father's funeral, that also seems to be very custom in that culture, too, that that would happen right. anyways. But, I don't know, it was just something It was just something very special about it and then the whole he don't freeze thing and he froze immediately, like, it was just that something was, very was pretty. It was like, it was something very beautiful about that. Okay, so one more point, going back to the comic, because Erica asked me to interject with this, Shaq. Um... Nakia's actually like a really jealous woman and she wants Ooh. to get married. And oh, so wow. I thought that the, her presentation in the movie was very interesting because it was like she didn't want to get married. She wanted to do life's purpose. And so that presented a whole nother aspect of like the black woman and how, you know, we are expected to want to get married and put everything on hold, blah, blah, blah. But she said, no, she's actually putting her purpose first. So I thought that was a very interested and needed uh, aspect of the movie and I'm glad yeah. they you know wrote that that way I like that too because I think there's always kind of things out there think pieces if you will about like if women should um g- give up their career so to say for a guy but I really think she Nakia had a very balanced like I think she at the end of the day followed her heart which is what I tell people all the time like look Follow your heart. Like, whatever your heart is telling you to do, do it. And I, I, I agree. I think I really liked how she played that or how they wrote her for that. Check. I don't really know what the heck you're doing, but... um. <laughs> well, I didn't know what was going on. I told y'all I wasn't good with this part of the movie, so I was kind of chilling. <laughs> oh, Shaq. Lord, so do you want to make up something or you just want us to pass over you? You're going to skip this question. <laughs> nah, we ain't going to waste nobody's ears because I, I don't know enough about I just said gen- I did have Okay, some go other- ahead. I did have some other stuff because I know y'all know, like, they, a lot of people on social media have been talking about the quote whenever... Um, Eric Killmonger. Yes, when he was like... I can't remember the beginning he of the said, quote, but when he was somebody's... Mm-hmm. Uh, and you, you see there, you already know what I'm about mm-hmm. to talk about. It's that popular of a quote when he was like, they knew be- death was better than bondage. Mm-hmm. We Well, no, I can't read it because I can't. I thought I was going to be able to pull it up quick, but I can't. But he said, because T'Challa was like, I think there's a way we can still save you. And he was like, what, so you can throw me in jail? And he was like, "Toss." he said, toss me over the ships like my ancestors they bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who jumped from ships because they knew that death was better than bondage. Let's unpack that. And that's a lot to unpack. Yes. Can I just tell you that the first time I saw the movie, it was in a, uh, a theater full of us. The second time it was a theater full of others. (laughs) And you could hear a cricket piss on cotton. It was so quiet after that. 
I was like, dang, they feel mad uncomfortable. But it's true. Okay, continue on. It shook me. But yeah, I wanted to I wanted to unpack that because there I had a lot of little different thoughts about it. Because somebody I saw on social media, somebody was like, Well, first of all, it ain't your ancestors if they jump because if they jump then they wouldn't be able to create you. And so they were thinking about it in a very <laughs> Yes, that's what? yes, they thought Why? about it like in Who said that? They they were thinking about it in a very literal sense. Um I don't remember who it was. Like you create him as talking. in like it can't be your particular ancestor because they were thinking ancestors as more so the people who created the people who created you. All right. Like blood. Yes. Continue. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. I, like, I just got it. I got it for real now. All right, y'all. I feel like people be finding something. We we be nitpicking. Yes. So there was one quote that stuck out to me because I was like, it, do, it did make me think. And I was like, dang, it's crazy, though, that, that that those people who did jump, they, because, I mean, we know they were treated horrible in their transit, right? But, like, it was so crazy that they foreshadowed that something so bad would be happening. And they just knew that death was better. And I do feel like a lot of them jumped. They knew that they were being treated poorly, you know, in transit. So they were going to be treated even poorly, even more poorly when they got here. And so that was just something very deep to think about. And I was like, wow. Um, yeah. So another quote that um, got me was when I think it was like at the end, I can't remember who said it, it was like in times of crisis, the wise build bridges mm-hmm. while, the fool, while, the, while the foolish yeah. build barriers. We must find a way, yes, yes, to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. And I was like, wow, you know, that's so, I felt like all throughout the movie, there were little things of like pop culture thrown in here and there, but it was the perfect mix for me for like pop culture, and wisdom, you know, history right, and wisdom and action. Like, cause you know, I told you mm-hmm. I didn't really do action movies before then, like it, pulled it all in and mixed it all together in a manner that I was like, okay, I can, you know, for I can support this. So like, I really, I really appreciated it. So. Now I, you both of those comments just really shook me. Like, and I just, I mean, every blue moon, you get some deep stuff from some movies, but I don't know. Like I've said before, I didn't really know what to expect from the movie. Once again, not a comic book fan. So I was very blessed by those comments to like, man, that, it was also political. Oh, if you yeah. think about like what's going on right now with like that old fool in the White House, like it, you know, it was it was very political, and that's and it was like oh, perfect. So no, I think you you alluded to it last episode when you talked about it. Really talked about the relationship between Africans and African Americans. Um, yes, mm-hmm. and, and I, was just about I want to make that point. Right, just going back, thinking about the story I told you about my um, friend from Nigeria, me being completely ignorant to that. I know when I was younger, I, I saw I saw this video on Facebook. It was, um, I don't know what where she was from in Africa, but she was basically talking about, and this is a complete, this is a different discussion for a different, different day. But she was talking about how she just doesn't want African-American people um, as they're starting to now more liberally pick up different um, 
pieces of culture, whether it be clothing or accessories, don't forget what they mean or don't, you know, forsake going to learn. And she mentioned something about, she was like, I just remember being young and people calling me an African booty scratcher. And I'm like, I wholeheartedly remember saying that to people. Not even knowing what it means as a kid. And it's like all just somehow or another we were taught to create the divide between people who from Africa and those of us who were born in America. Like, and at the end of the day, like, we certainly should be joining together because it wasn't our fault that we separated. So, um. No, I agree. And I think you spoke to it on like a very elementary level, like being younger. But I can remember times in college where there was a clear divide between Africans and African-Americans and but I really saw that African-Americans wanted to be educated. Like we had groups like African uh, Student Association that was a mix in that, you know, they shared customs and things like that to hopefully empower us as African-Americans to reconnect with our history. But there was always a clear divide. And um, I thought the culture is so distinct. Right. And I thought in the movie, it was interesting to see like, okay, this view from African-Americans versus the Africans. And to say that African-Americans had a view about like, man, y'all left us, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, y'all have all these resources and then you left us here um, powerless, quote unquote, and then you're mad at us for being influenced by white people, colonizers. But Mm -hmm. y'all left us with nothing. So what were were we supposed to do? So, you know, even though there is a divide, it's like, man, that's both sides of the coin it's like what did you expect and even but that's if why we want quote to is learn so... more we're not welcome back into the fold quote unquote so mm-hmm. yeah that's why i think that quote is so timely and so needed because it knew that this movie was gonna highlight some of those things but mm-hmm. then it was like but you gotta remember that we are much stronger together than we are apart so yeah. no matter how you you know feel about it this is what we should you know this is what we should do band together so no. A couple other themes I saw in the movie um, was I really liked, and I think y'all appreciate this, but I think it really highlighted the need slash the need for women, but it also highlighted the great things that women have done and that they're like the back, you know, the backbone to society. Incapable because like think about, yes, because like in all the situations at the end of the day, the women were the ones who were coming to you know, they were in behind the scenes work and they were coming to save. They were always there. And I really, you know, I, I just felt some type of way about it, you know. And they were so. loyal. Mm-hmm. Yes. All the good traits, all the good things you could think about, they assigned them to the women. And it was just so, I mean, it was just so true. I mean, so, even arguably, so accurate. even arguably what some people might consider negative traits, they had attitudes I mean, like, we're very assertive, things that I think sometimes women are encouraged not to do. Um, right. And I agree. I really love, and, like, there, I mean, even though there were clearly, like, how do I say, I guess, like, like, you knew that, um, what was his name? Daniel from Get Out? What was his name? Him? T'Challa. No, no, no. T'Challa is the king. He's the black I know he's talking about Erica. Go but ahead. Daniel from Get Out, the one that was married to Denai. Who was still stuck in the damn sunken place, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so good. Um, 
even I mean, I'm assuming that either him and his wife held comparable leadership positions or that even he was over her. But like they never t spoke down to the women. The fact that you had a whole female army defending yes. the king. I was just like, man, this is deep. And I don't even think it. I mean, it definitely. Wakabi. Okay. Wakabi. Um, yeah, it was, I don't know. Like, I agree. That was just really beautiful to see. Um, and it, I mean, I don't think that anything was done improperly. No, it was no, it just really went against stereotypes. It really put women in a really great light and men too, if you want to be honest, because there's always this thing like men can't treat women uh, well, or it's, there's an excuse, you know, placed on guys to do that. And it was just a very evil egalitarian environment for both the men and the women i really love that and tidbit i really like do y'all remember when um i can't remember if it was when king t'challa or if it was when king eric killmonger but did y'all you know when they were like burying them in the sand when they would like go back and do to have like right. the little spiritual moment i love how the kids were involved i don't know if y'all saw the kids putting the sand on the king like, I yeah. really loved how they were involved, too, and just, you know, getting to experience it and have that. Well, yeah, early on. And I think that showed that, I think that showed the importance of teaching the young so that you can continue these traditions. Their legacy. Their legacy. The king that will was so have important the strength in the movie. of the Black Panther stripped mm. away. Yes. I'm so <laughs> done. <laughs> but I think yeah. that's definitely important. Not losing that, um, that tradition and... I don't. I can't remember. If I mentioned it on the last episode, but the uh, that book, Homecoming by Yagasi. If you read it, it literally each chapter goes through a generation, mm. and how it links back to the previous. So, I reading the book after I saw the movie, it was like yes, on point, and really highlight the fact of like how your history impacts how you are today, and it doesn't have to be just negative. It can definitely be positive, um, and you can draw from that. I just had another revelation, y'all. May I share? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So when I just said the king will have the strength of the Black Panther stripped away, that just brought something to me. I think it was very important to show that, like, no matter how high you get, you know, like, even though you got the strength of the Black Panther, no matter how high you get, like, you can still be brought down off your high horse. And, like, you can still, you know, you still have to depend on others throwing in back with the little kids there because the little kids are, they were there when we gave you the strength of the Black Panther. Like, you can still have it stripped away. I think it's just so much, oh, so much symbolism over the, in, over the entire movie. Yeah, it is. That's why I'm excited to go see it again. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, you going a third time? I'm going a third time. I'm going to go after NASPA. Um, and go see it again. Let's go at NASPA. I'm so with it. Although the movies up there probably gonna be outrageous. When I lived in New York for my internship, it's a, it cost twenty dollars to go to the movie, and that was no popcorn, no drink, no candy. Twenty dollars. It was nineteen and some change. I was like, they better come pick well, me up complain. and take me home. Right. Any final Black Panther thoughts? I mean, I, we could really talk for hours about it. We've just kind of taken out these little pieces. So Yeah, like how we said, we was going to talk about 30 minutes. Right, and <laughs> we are definitely creeping up on 50. But I hope it's been super enjoyable. I have really enjoyed it. And, of course, we didn't have this conversation before. So, yeah. 
Um, Shaq and Jazz, do y'all have any department updates? I don't have any department updates, but I will say that I got some heat building up um, for next week. And, and we're going to talk about the base okay. search because I had a very, very serious revelation this week. Oh. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I learned something this week. And so I can't wait to share it next week. I'm so serious. And I, and on a on a very because serious you know, note, I ain't even trying to like get people to listen to us next week. Like I'm very serious. You gonna y'all gonna like this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wish y'all could see his face right now. Really, like <laughs> Jasmine. Any books you want to recommend? Um, the Bible. I do have a rash. I could ask a you rash? about. It's been itching <laughs> like I'm so no. rash. I'm <laughs> I'm so done. As Nurse J is uh, closed for business right now. Okay, so a side note, that is the the downfall of being a health professional is that your family members will send you pictures of stuff. And I'm like, what, do you, what part of the body is this? And why do you feel comfortable enough sending me this? And they'll ask all kind of questions. I'm starting to charge copays. Cash well, at me $15. I just like but to say, office visit. I feel targeted because I've definitely sent Jasmine many a pictures and you ought of to be various shamed. parts of my body. <laughs> no. When Jasmine have issues, if she Jasmine have issues or concerns at the university that she at, do she send them to you? Uh, she sure is welcome to. She hasn't to, on <laughs> sent to date. Because that's, no, I'm just I mean, saying, because I get the same thing. People call me, it. like, one of my uh, relatives called me the other day to ask about um, taking the ACT and, <laughs> and like, <laughs> questions about the ACT, what's on it, and then where can their student get some help? And I'm like, first of all, I'm not in college access. I just happen to work at a university. And it's also been 10 years mm-hmm. since I took the ACT. Literally, so, people. So y'all know I work in admissions, and people, students. I was like, "What you make on ACT?" I'm like, "Girl, I don't even know how to spell ACT. I don't, even, I don't remember nothing about that test. Can't even tell y'all. Long. I don't even know." Like literally, it's been that long, and I've been wanting to log in and see what I, I remember made. what I made. Just as, is it still active? I, probably not. I, right, Girl, it's know, probably deactivated. When we first started taking them, you know, they had to uh, mail it to us. We didn't even see it online. Remember? Oh, that's true. I feel like. Well, I'm about to say, well, if you ooh. took them as early as I did, we couldn't. You had to uh, get them in the mail. Now nah, you right. What was online though was the SAT though. I never took right? the SAT. I didn't even take the ACT. We took the SAT. I took the SAT first, then I took the ACT, and I actually scored better on the ACT than I did the SAT. Yeah, I just know the SAT. If you get a wrong answer, they used to take points away. Yeah. It's still the same. Y'all know y'all know the ACT done changed. They have a new one now. New scores. We need well, to, let's talk about it in a different show. Okay. Yeah, we def- we'll definitely talk about that. That's definitely up my alley. Because at this point, we ain't got shit else to say. Okay. Well, Jasmine, you didn't have any books or anything? Oh, I have a... Okay, so my next read... Okay, let me, let me slow down. So the goal is um, a book a month. But I kind of been surpassing that since um, I live in a country town and there's nothing to do here. Um, in Dallas. So this week I'm going to finish. 
this week I'm going to finish what it means when a man falls from the sky. Uh, it's a collection of short stories. That's pretty good. And then my next one is going to be The Skin That We Speak, Thoughts on Language and Culture in the Classroom. Um, it's, it was a recommendation from my aunt because she is a child educator. And so I think it'll give a different perspective, especially now as a provider that I am dealing with a whole lot of different cultures, different ages, and just learning how to communicate well with them. So that that's going to be my next read. Okay. Well, I've been reading. What you been reading, friend? I've been reading two books. I've been reading The Weight by Devon and um, Megan Franklin. It's really good. I'm almost done with that. Um, it's about dating and relationships, celibacy. It's been actually really good. Um, and then, y'all back. Um, I've been reading this book by Terry McMillan called I Almost Forgot About You. And it's about a optometrist who is over 60, who is just found out that she's really not successful by her own terms. She is successful by society's terms, but she doesn't like being an optometrist, but she's very successful financially, socially, but she wants to start a new, um, she wants to start over. And then the other big piece of the book is that because she's 60, she's been in various relationships, including two marriages, and she wants to, every guy that she's broken up with, she wants to go back and make sure that they know how much they meant to her. And it started because she found out that one of the ones that she loved the most died. And she didn't know. So I'm reading that kind of slow, but I'm trying to get through it. You, you know, friend, we supposed to be reading A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. So we will be prepared when the movie comes out. Um, and who, who is it? I think his name is Jesse Holland. He's writing a novel for Black Panther. Oh, to go along with the movies, and I think it comes out maybe this summer. I'm not sure. I have to check, but I'm interested to see how that will be too. Shaq, are are you reading? Of course, I've been reading. I was waiting on y'all to ask me. I've been reading. Actually, I've been reading a lot. Earlier today, I had to read this lady who uh, almost ran me off the road <laughs> because I was put y'all laughing at. She almost ran me off the road, um, and well, excuse me, off the sidewalk when I was running. So I was like, um, "Yeah, she got red." And, uh, oh, Shaq. And yeah, I knew and he I'm, was about to be silly. No, I, that's the extent of my reading. Y'all already know that. Y'all have to tell me the books. They gave us a book to read for our department, and God, I hope don't none of them listen to this podcast. But I, they were like, "Oh, um, let's read this book. Let's go over. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have a whole retreat." I read the first page, and then I went back. I was like, oh, y'all, it was a good book. It talked about this. Y'all, why my director Snapchatting me now? That's so crazy. But um, I was like, it talked about this, this, this. Y'all think I read that book? No. So. We had to read a book for professional development, and it did not go well. I didn't like it. Honestly, Um, I think when schools buy these books for student affairs professionals to read, it's a waste of student dollars anyway. If we're really getting technical, but hey. 
I, I don't. I thought I was Jazz. You in a book club, and maybe it'd be different if it wasn't books like that. Which I don't have a problem with, like self help books or books like for learning something new or organizational leadership. I don't mind that, but I don't think that I want to read it corporately. I think I think that's what I've come to understand. Now, if I'm reading something like A Wrinkle in Time with a group of people, I think that would be all right. But it also couldn't be large. I couldn't be reading no fifteen thousand people. Cause have y'all ever heard of them freshman class? The schools who have freshman uh, classes read a book before they come in. Yep. Now, common reads. Yeah. Common reads. Yeah. A lot of schools do it. Yeah, I never heard of it. But or they make yeah. them do it during their first during during the first year. That's a, when I was a freshman. We had to read them all together. Oh wow! I mean, I and did it was like, the immortal life of Henrietta Lacks. Hmm. That's crazy. So you know I that mean, movie came read... out, and I had already knew. But yeah, I'm sorry. No, you I used to read books for AP courses like over the summer, so we all did that. So I guess it's comparable. Remember? I mean no, well, that was high school. I read items. books in high school, but Oh yeah, I was a, I was an avid accelerator reader. I was at the top of my class. I was gonna say action item is deer. Drop everything and read. Pick if you from Texas, shout out to our Texas folks, you know what deer is. Ugh. Is there a problem? Because you need to be on deer anyway. It's 30 minutes a day. Drop everything and read. Oh, Erica, what is that on your shoulder? A University of Houston Snuggie, my auntie bought me. No, right here. I don't want to hear that mess because you're playing. (laughs) (laughs) It's time to go. Well, y'all, thank you for tuning in to to our um, second staff meeting. Um, Again, follow us on um, Instagram at Books to Bills, the number two podcast. And then add us on Facebook. At Books to Bills Podcast. And send us an email if you would like us to. At from Books to Bills Podcast at gmail.com. And if you would like to tweet me, tweet me at S H A Q underscore L O W E. <laughs> Anyways, thank y'all. Y'all have y'all a, great, have a week. great week, please. Holla at your girl.